Off the ball. You two lads are from Leinster, so it's no wonder you're giving out about the provincial championship. I don't want to take away the provinces. Who drove the geographical lines back in the day? It's because of the way that the provinces are broken up. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan with our last night's League of Ireland action. Just the two games, but a very big one at Tallis Stadium. And a big result for Shamrock Rovers, who are now in pole position to win a fourth Premier Division title in a row. Rovers beat second place Derry City 1-0 to go seven points clear at the top. Rory Gaffney scored the only goal of the game in the first half. Rovers boss Stephen Bradley knows it was a big win for his side. It's a difficult game after our Friday Dublin Derby. Um, after having the week off, but oh, we know it to be three points. We we knew that before the game, and, and we know it now. But again, um, we're in June, you know, and, and we've never got ahead of ourselves in June and thought anything was over. So um, there's a long way to go in the league. A lot of points to play for. I'm sure there'll be ups and downs, and uh, it is. I know it's boring, but it really is. Job done. Recover, focus, and, and go for Dundalk on Friday. Derry had plenty of possession but manager Rory Higgins says there was a lack of cutting edge up front it's very very frustrating when you, when you, when you come to Tala nobody really comes here and, and, and controls the game the way that we done tonight um, we had large periods of possession um, the disappointing thing I suppose was when we did get it in the really good areas that we maybe let ourselves down a small bit but in terms of what we wanted to achieve from the game or plan the players carried it out, they, they a tee, but we just lacked that wee bit of spark and wee bit of cutting edge at the top end. They, they go and get the result they felt we deserved. Elsewhere last night, 10-man Dundalk salvaged a one-all draw with St. Pat's at Oriel Park. Daniel Kelly equalised for Dundalk five minutes from time. The home side had to play 35 minutes with 10 men after Rahan Tullock was sent off. But Dundalk boss Stephen O'Donnell says his side were on top for that last half an hour. We went down to 10 men, obviously. Though we were a little bit passive before that, um, and we just, as I said to the players in there, we just need to get that out of our game, uh, a little bit sort of standoffish because we showed our athleticism and our power when we went out to ten men, and I, I, I thought the players were immense um, for the last half an hour, thirty-five minutes, forty minutes. I thought we dominated the game, to be honest, with 10 men. Pats could have gone second with a win and were in the driving seat after their well-worked first-half goal from Conor Carthy. Saints boss John Daly felt his side should have come away from Oriel Park with all three points. I thought at 1-0 we probably should have put the game to bed. We had a couple of good chances to kill the game off. We spoke at half-time about Dundalk being in that situation numerous times before and being 1-0 down and, and fighting back late on. So we spoke about trying to get that second goal and, and putting it to bed. Obviously, when we don't get that, we started to drop off slightly, which uh, invited the pressure, even with them down to 10 men. Um, and then ultimately it's a, it's, a, it's a mistake on our part that let, uh, lets Kelly in to score and um, he finishes it off well. But um, I think the game should have been dead and buried before that stage. All four managers were talking to LOI TV after those respective games. Now, the League of Ireland's accepted applications from the newly launched Mayo FC to enter the EA Sports LOI Academy at boys under 14 and under 15 as well as women's under 17's level for next season Kerry FC will also enter a female side for the first time at under 17's level Ireland's World Cup opener against co-host Australia next month will be sold out the game on the 20th of July is due to take place at the Stadium Australia in Sydney which holds over 80,000 a senior FIFA official said earlier there's no more tickets available 
for the game, which will be Ireland's first ever at a Women's World Cup. Ireland boss Vera Pau will reveal her final squad of 23 players tomorrow morning, but she's going to tell the players today who will go to the tournament. Manchester City have put in a bid worth €105 million Euro for Declan Rice, but it's expected to be turned down by West Ham. Arsenal have already had two bids rejected by the Hammers for the England International, who they value at close to €115 million. Euro. City are also working to sign Orbi Leipzig defender Jasko Vardial, but the German club want at least €100 million Euro for the Croatian international defender. That fee would make him the most expensive defender moving ahead of Harry Maguire, who joined Manchester United for €93 million Euro in 2019. Roy Hodgson has agreed to stay on as Crystal Palace manager next season. The 75-year-old is away on holidays, but he's set to sign his contract for the coming campaign when he gets back. Hodgson returned to Sellers Park in March when he took over from Patrick Vieira. That deal was until the end of the season, but he helped steer Palace away from the relegation zone. They took 18 points from his last 10 games and finished 11th. Ryan Mason will continue to work as assistant coach at Tottenham alongside new manager Ange Postacoglu. He had been linked with a move away from Spurs. He got a bit of interest from other clubs after his spell as interim manager. Former Celtic and Leicester coach Chris Davis is part of Postacoglu's coaching team. Well, former Australia captain Mila Jedinak has also been appointed. Arsenal have signed Swedish defender Amanda Illestet from PSG. She'll link up again with manager Jonas Eideveld, who she won two league titles with at FC Rosengard in Sweden. The 30-year-old has been named in the Sweden squad for the World Cup. Meanwhile, Aston Villa midfielder Lucy Staniforth has joined the England squad on standby for the tournament in Australia and New Zealand. She replaces the injured Jess Park, who's returned to Manchester City for rehab on a shoulder injury. Staniforth joins Maya Letizia on standby and will remain with the England squad until the opening match against Haiti on the 22nd of July. Italy boss Melina Bertolini said her decision to leave captain Sara Gama out of her provisional World Cup squad wasn't taken lightly and that the 34-year-old centre-back has been left out for technical, tactical and physical reasons. Gamma has 126 caps for Italy. She was part of the side that reached the quarterfinals at the last tournament in France four years ago. Italy begin their campaign on the 24th of July against Argentina. They're also in a group with Sweden and South Africa. Watford have signed midfielder Tom Ince from Reading for an undisclosed fee. He signed the two-year deal at Vicarage Road with the option of another 12 months. And Crystal Palace forward Wilfred Zaha will take over AFC Croydon Athletic along with Stormzy and former kit man from Palace, Danny Young. The consortium plans to develop their hometown club into a community asset. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.